Welcome back to the Forget Me Not Diaries. I'm your host, Tyra. And I'm your host, Bree. We are two lifelong besties who are delving into what makes us, us. Hey guys, welcome back. This is episode four of the Forget Me Not Diaries. We're so excited to be here. Yeah, I know. Can you believe we're on episode four? I cannot. I'm like, wow, we're really doing I this know. now. I know. That's what I thought today, too. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're about to record episode four, so it's just nuts. Like, I know. We're yeah. really over here just, like, kind of winging it. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's <laughs> asked, <laughs> everyone keeps asking me, like, what's your setup like? I'm like, we over here on our phones, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, if I didn't have the computer to edit everything, that would be a nightmare. Like, can yeah. you imagine doing this on our phones? No. No. So we do edit and everything on a computer, but every recording you hear has been over the phone, either remotely, like each of us, or just one phone at a time. Together in a room, staring at each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to figure it out, but... Yeah, so we are here today. We thought we'd take a little bit of time just because it's something we're like super interested in, um, our spiritual beliefs. I feel like we have maybe not like the most different beliefs than anyone, but I just feel like I don't find a lot of people who share so many of the same as I do with you. So, Yeah, very true. That is also so... um open to it Mm -hmm. just being open to whatever we come Mm -hmm. up with I guess is kind of how I feel because my mom raised me with like the idea that I could choose whatever religion I wanted so it was really open and that's really overwhelming too because there's like so much out there (laughs) but it's all so the same yeah yeah there's so many synchronicities within all of them which is wild to me yeah you know so it's like um, my entire family's catholic and got baptized but i'm the only one that did not wow it's like it's like they knew. i don't know i don't know so i'm the only one that was never baptized and i don't know if it's because my dad died probably and so then it was like never a thing no one ever came back to it so i'm the only one that did not so i don't yeah. even think i'm truly i don't know am i truly catholic like i don't know that much information i have no fucking idea if you have to be catholic and you have to be baptized did your family go to church and stuff when you'd be when your dad was still here mm-hmm. or? i guess they did i have really? no idea your siblings didn't have just never went back i guess mm. I don't know. Um, I remember being in Japan because my dad was stationed over there. I had my first best friend and um, she was black. Her name was Jessica. And she had like five brothers and they would go to church every Sunday. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember when my parents went to Hawaii, we had to stay with Jessica and we went to church with Jessica and her family. It was like a 10 hour ordeal. Church, church. Is a long time for them. Yeah, that's long like a whole day. Whole fucking day. Whole fucking day. Yeah. I'll never forget that. It was crazy. Fucking wild. Dang. But yeah, nope. And so like me and Tiffany went like a couple times while we were in Japan, but like it was an order it was hot. Hot yeah. as hell. So everybody got those fans waving around. Yeah, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Lots of music. Was it food. like was it like a black church or was yes. it? Yes. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I'm and so jealous. In Japan of all places. Of all places. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I I hear they just get down like that. No, oh, yeah. There. That's why yeah, it took forever. Long time. <laughs> and of course when you're fucking five years old, you don't want to be there for that no, long. No. God no. That just reminds me of like I would visit in Wisconsin and go visit my family and I was just telling this to someone the other day where a lot because a lot of my family is catholic as well um and not that that was ever like pushed on me my mom was pretty you know 
she was open if we went to church with them mm. and stuff. She had no problem with that. She had no problem with us being exposed to religion. She just didn't want us to be forced into one. Yeah. Um, so anyways, we would go to church with some of my family um, who lived in more southern Wisconsin. And we would go and we'd have to sit in the pews while they went up to accept the body of Christ. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and take, you know, the wine and the bread and yeah. a little wafer or whatever. Um, I think they did let us come up eventually sometimes, but those other times where we were sitting in the pews alone, yeah. these yeah. two little girls, yeah. I'm like, man, I've never felt more like a yeah. heathen in my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You have not been baptized. You can't accept the body of Christ. I know. Uh, darn. Yeah, darn. <laughs> Not to bash on the body of Christ. No, but, God, no. You know, but just yeah. funny. The, the thing, like, when a lot of people probably don't hear that perspective. Oh, yeah. They probably, you know, oh, we went and took the body of Christ. Or, like, people who aren't Catholic might have no idea what we're talking about. But I yeah. think a lot of people would. Yes. Um, I think a lot of people do. That's pretty funny, though. Yeah. And so those are, that's just, like, little things. I went to church with a couple people. I remember it was kind of hard being a a little kid with no real religious, uh, what do I want to say, like, background, because if there was nothing for people to, like, grab onto, it was almost like kids really saw that as, like, a huge identity part of them. Yeah, some kids took that. Yeah, yeah. especially where we grew up. There was just a lot of religion where we grew up. A lot mm-hmm. of kids were religious, at least here in mm-hmm. Palmer. And then, I don't know how it is. Good old small town. I have no fucking idea. Obviously not this much. The only other parent people I could ask would be Kayla that question because I have no fucking clue. Chance's parents didn't go to church. So I don't know. But I'm like, we had all those Mormons and we had a lot of people like that out. Yeah, that were going to do missionaries and things like that when they graduated and stuff. Very, very, very true. I think people who went to like, what is that before school stuff? Do you remember what that's called? No. I can't either. It starts with an R. But it's, yeah, where, like, they were doing fucking religious practice, like, after school, before school. Yeah, that's some crazy shit. I mean, but that's what you do when you devout your entire life and everything. when you are devout. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a good word for it. So that's, that's just not my life. No. I could not imagine having to do that. But then again, I look at us and us, this is us going to church right Right. here, right now. Right. Talking about our stuff. But it just sounds a little bit better than... (laughs) I went to church and listened to some man talk, but that's just me. That's just me. I feel like, yeah, that's another thing I could talk about, too, is just, like, one thing I've found in exploring religions and trying to find my way through to what I truly believe has been it's very whitewashed mm-hmm. and it's very patriarchal, de- like, uh, derivative, like, yeah. of the patriarchy control through men and all kinds of things and mm-hmm. you know like all that I mean, stuff about women not being able to be pastors i mean look at stuff. look at um what was it 19 kids and counting that in that huge that, ass documentary yeah. shiny happy people that shit was a fucking cult oh yeah i mean a lot of i feel like a people just i mean the, and this might get upset some people but i feel like a lot of religion is like a, a cult. cult and yeah. like i i listen especially like <laughs> Hate me if you want. Like, I respect Christianity for what it is, and it's a religion, and that, you know, that's all I see it as. But 
Like, there are sections, I'm sure everybody can agree, where it truly has become a cult-like experience. Yeah. Um, and it's just funny to me because I'm, like, obsessed with history. So I was listening to this podcast, shout out to the uh, History of Rome, mm-hmm. best podcast ever. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I loved when we got to the part, because he started, like, fucking beginning with, like, the, before there even is history to be, like, um recorded no yeah well recorded history but also like confirmable history okay you know what i mean legit like, right yeah. mm-hmm. so before a point he started way back from like the two brothers and the wolf mom who took care of them and stuff like Damn. i don't know if you know the story nope, no idea but okay yeah so back then and so we went and he gets to the part where christianity is and they like literally talk about it like it was a cult and like they didn't know what to do with this little uprising of this cult that was like spreading everywhere and yeah so it was just funny how it was not on their radar as something at all and now it is what it is so that's really funny to me yeah that that it's this huge thing when before you know thousands of years ago it was just it just wasn't around yeah yeah Yeah. no it's kind of crazy that um yeah no i think what's what is beyond me is how much hatred of religion can hold oh yeah the way i look at that though is like I don't look at it as just religion. I feel like that again is just a people trait. Yes, very true. They have to very bring it fucking in true. Yep. and like ruin this thing mm-hmm. that's supposed to be this holy. It's like a, to me, religion is supposed to be a representation almost of our higher selves. Yeah, and and then when I see that kind of stuff come out, it's like you're letting your lower self debase. Yeah, this higher true. self message. Yeah, to me. Yeah. yeah. Which is fucking crazy. Because there's no room in the world for, in my in my opinion, there's no room in the spiritual world for hate and mm-hmm. and pain and evil things. Yeah. Like, I guess that's one of the things I wanted to ask about, too, is, like, I truly just do not, it's not that I don't believe in evil, but oh. I wanted to hear your opinion on this, because oh. I know you have a totally different perspective than I do. But demons, I'm not sure I'm there. I'm not sure I'm really? convinced. I really? really don't. Wow. Yeah. Ghost Adventures would say not true. <laughs> um, wow, that's crazy. That's nuts to me. Yeah. I think. Well, then that's another thing. Like, but then if we have the to, balance. But if we have to accept accept demons, then we got to accept that. You know, not not trying to be rude, that God is real, right? Right. That there is, but, like, what if demons are also, like, in just an entirely evil succumbus, um, succubus. Yeah. There's a succubus in the, I can't remember what the other term is. Um, Succubi? I don't know. I can't remember. But it's, I think it's male-female energy. Um, but, yeah, like, you just have this ent- entity. Right, that's what I, entity I can totally of, see where there's, like, an entity, possibly. That's dark. Yeah, but I don't... I don't know if I've been protected from those types of energies or what, because I really do believe in my spiritual team got me, but (laughs) they, um, I don't, I can't, yeah, I can't say that I've like ever been around a demon, but Sam, my sister's husband has seen an exorcist in real life. Wow. Which I mean, that shit's fucking also crazy. No, and I I believe in exorcisms and like, I believe in possession, but then I'm like, what is possessing them? them? Is it just something that's way darker and evil versus demon? Right. Legit. Right. So I guess I'm just like, I'm not like totally, 
I guess that's the thing, too, is, like, angels, demons, like, both of them. Okay. Not totally sold on, like, this whole concept. Mm -hmm. But, like, evil, and I wanted to talk about evil in general, too, because, like, I feel like since we're going to talk about a lot of the good, I, I guess I just see evil as, like, this, I don't know, I don't know if I just try not to look at evil in general for it to be not so apparent to me in my life, but I feel like... I don't see it as often as, as I would the good, you know? Yeah, like, evil, what would you say would be evil? I guess I don't believe in, like, the devil or, like, there's, like, mm-hmm. like, that's what's hard for me with, like, religions is, like, that there are God and the devil or whatever your religion says there is. I guess I do better with, like, polytheistic religions give me an example like the greeks okay so like you have oh, multiple legit. gods legit like okay okay and you're praying to multiple gods like i mean also like voodoo mm. yeah like i remember when chance and i went to new orleans and mm-hmm. we went to a voodoo museum um and it was in this fucking hole in the fucking wall i don't know how the fuck we stumbled upon this place down the <laughs> fucking alleyway i don't know if we were fucking should have been there or not but we were <laughs> and it was spooky it was fucking freaky anyway what did you learn though i mean i don't know a lot about food so like they have like literal <sighs> shrines yes okay shrines of like fucking anything in the world a monkey a fucking like like, I can't even begin to, yeah, multiple shrines in multiple rooms and shit. It was fucking weird. Huh. But, like, people would go to these shrines. Like, still, like, you'd be going through this museum and you would be reading upon things. I mean, Marie, Lala. Lala Rue or something? Oh, my God. I can't fucking remember. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. So stupid. <laughs> but anyways, the voodoo queen. Yeah, the voodoo queen. So, like, this woman had, like, a huge-ass fucking mural of this woman. Wow. And anyways, so like you're going through the fucking rooms. Laveau. Laveau. Marie Laveau. Marie Laveau, thank you. You'd be going through these fucking rooms and shrines upon shrines, like in the closet, like in like out, and it would have like money. Money and cigarettes and alcohol and anything that you love dearly you would give to this fucking shrine. Yeah. And that's that's who's protecting you. That's who you believe. So like I think that's kind of like what I picked up on. And like you're obviously if you were to take anything from these shrines, then you would have um, evil. Sorry, guys. I almost just melted my computer with a candle. <laughs> it's cool. It's going away. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, we'll cut that out. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, Marie Laveau on the shrines. Yes. And so, like, if you were to be taking something from these shrines, obviously they'd come back and fucking haunt you. I think it's kind of what I picked up on it. Chance might have, like, a better scenario, maybe remembered a little bit more than I did. But, yeah, fucking shrines and shit and just praying. So that's another thing, voodoo. Is voodoo necessarily all evil? No. No, like it's a lot not. of people think it is. Yeah. But that's, like, a lot of people think witchcraft and Wicca and, like, things like... And even psychics are, yeah. are evil. Like, they even, think... And even terror. Anything... And that's... I guess that's my problem with, like, organized religion is that it leaves no room Mm-hmm. for other stuff that's clear like okay call me call me whatever like people are like okay well what about those people who've had near-death experiences and they've met god and things i'm like cool what about the people who've had these psychic experiences and have experienced these things that are just like that that are closed but they didn't meet god they met whatever and that's like that's where i'm like do we just see whatever, whatever we believe in whatever we believe in like our mind or our soul like like that's what i think of is like our mind our conscious mind 
goes with and for created a bit this and, and created this in your mind. And like we're all experiencing, I still believe we're all experiencing the same things. Yeah, I agree. And it's just your subconscious. Your subconscious yeah. is trying to make you feel comfortable, so it's going to give you whatever you truly desire it's to gonna see. manifest that in yeah. your in your vision. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, but I also just wonder if we all have our own places we go. You know, depending on where. So there's a lot of stuff, but. There were some questions I brought up that I thought would be good to, like, keep us on, like, a track um, that I would ask us. But I guess I wanted to get a little bit of info, too, on, like, your spiritual upbringing and kind of where you feel like you got the most of your beliefs from, I guess. Is there, like, a lot of people or places in your life that had significance to you? God. Um, or is it all more recent? So maybe a little bit more more recent. My grandma, like I said, everybody was Catholic. Yeah. My grandma has a fucking Bible that's like, like the massive. The huge ones. Like the, the Griffiths. Yeah, that is the Griffiths Bible. And Brandon has that copy. Wow. And I think it has our family tree in it. That's awesome that you guys have that. So Brandon has it. Um, my mom did have it originally. So like, I mean, Catholic. Yeah. Catholic. I think my dad ended up getting baptized a second time. Mm. type deal don't know why i don't know if that's good or bad who the fuck knows um if they do it a second time it's usually just to reaffirm your faith with um like whether or not they believe like say you've had like a lack of faith or you've been sinning and you want to cleanse yourself again so like being baptized is a way of being reborn again okay so maybe it was something on that fucking term i have no idea so then you have my dad who came from michigan Mm mm-hmm and then you have my mom who came from Southern. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Sam, our coworker, she's Southern Baptist. I don't know what my mom necessarily was, to be honest, but I do know that she was probably held to a certain standpoint. Like, my mom full-on believes in God and mm-hmm. demons and the devil. That is my mom. Okay. Obviously, don't know about my dad, but Mike, my stepdad, I think was Catholic as well. Okay. And so, I don't... We didn't go to church. Like, I did not. It wasn't So, you just had more of a lack of spiritual guidance. Yes, but, like, it was there. Yeah. So, then when my parents got divorced, my dad ended up getting with this um, woman, Carrie, and she was Catholic as well. And I think that's when they started going to church, you would say. It was more Mm. abrupt. They would do, like, midnight mass on Christmas and shit. And, like, I remember showing up. Two of my dads, I was such a fucking, I was an asshole. <laughs> I'd be wearing ripped jeans, ACDC shirt, and they expected me to go to church. And I said, fuck, no, I'm not fucking going. Yeah, not in this. And I did it on purpose so I wouldn't have to go. Oh. I hated church. Yeah. Why the hell? It was so boring to me. Mm-hmm. It was so boring. Yeah, there's Why only that, been like a handful of churches. Not even a handful, like never, a very few. Never have I to. ever been to a sermon where it was like, damn, that touched me. No. I don't I don't feel that way when I go to church. I don't. No. I don't I feel uncomfortable. I don't want to be there. Yeah. I can't get on the same level as as these people because You feel like an imposter almost. Yeah. So like when I did have to go with friends and their families, I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? My sister mm-hmm. Sandy at the time when I was younger, when she had moved out and I'd go stay the night with her, she would go to church on Sundays occasionally. And I'd go with her occasionally. Those were fun. I liked the churches that had food. 
<laughs> yeah. Sure. I didn't go to a lot of those. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. So it was like some mega church in Anchorage or some shit. Oh. So, of course, you Damn. know. Yeah. No big deal. Fancy. I went out to the ones here in the valley a lot more. Yeah. Um, Went to Tealand for one. Mm. I believe there was a church on the rock or something at Tealand for a while or like a rock. Around or f- there or something. There was one. No, I believe it was at Tealand. Oh. I went to one. There was one there for a while. And it was Tealand, and then I went to, I don't know, there was a friend I had growing up, um, and she'd probably be so embarrassed, so I'm not even going to say her name, but she did not get it, like, when I was younger, and, like, I told her I didn't believe in God, and she, and that... And basically, she kept trying to convince me, you know, and would tell me like, oh, well, you just have to, you just have to come to my church. My church will be different. And that's like what I noticed a lot of people, (laughs) they'll be, they'll go to like one church their whole life. And like, that's what I was asking, you know, Sam and questions about that too. And then their church is more like their church. Yeah. Then their religion is Mm -hmm. their religion. Their church is really like when you find your church, it seems like that's what the most important thing is too, because a lot of churches do things differently too. That's very true. And it's your pastor. Yeah. Your preacher, your whatever. Well, think about a workplace. You get a bad manager, you get a bad place. Yeah. But that makes people want to leave. So very true. Imagine, you know, having a great preacher that like that did talk about sermons that made you feel great yeah and things like that and that it was like your parents and your parents and your parents and your parents church Mm -hmm. you know and i was reading about it was awesome i can't remember where this was it was somewhere in the south Mm -hmm. but there's this church where um this like it was an article talking about how ever since covid church like attendance has gone way fucking down yeah and it's been really hard to get people to come out and do that type of service still i think a lot of people are moving towards just worshiping at home which is something i support but um i do think it's important to get together when you have like if we had imagine we had like a group of us mm-hmm. that would be amazing to like get together for revivals or whatever those yeah and then, of then things covid happened and then it shut it down so he yeah. um he has his thing is like to come as you are mm-hmm. and not as you're supposed to be. And so people come in their ripped jeans and they come in there. That whatever. was like one thing with church that really sucked was that you had to wear certain, like, it's like, what do you mean? Like your God doesn't love me the way that I am right now. I'm not dressed up enough for him. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, and it's like, I don't, I don't relate to that because you're telling me that, that God can choose between like two different people. Right. Which one he hates and which one when he loves, he but God loves all. everybody. Yeah. 100, though. Yeah. 100. Yeah. So I just, I'm like, I don't know. It's just phony to me. It's phony. So then when you did get later beliefs, what started you on that? Because I feel like you were already starting on a lot of that yourself before we started yeah, talking about that's it. That's a very true. Good point. Um, I think my mom always being in touch with ghosts, I mm. guess, always having ghosts, this of like, yeah. of knowing that there is an afterlife, that there is another another place where we do go somewhere somehow I feel like my mom was like super true about that like my dad was always in a better place Mm -hmm. and my mom's been surrounded by death constantly yeah constantly my mom's surrounded by death um so then like that's another thing is like I feel like a black spirit follows her all the time but she has so many good people at the same time I feel like they're just battling it out constantly Mm -hmm. so here she is getting dragged down and then oh 
she rises again. Like, I don't fucking know. It's so weird. But I think my mom gets into these places that are really amazing and good. And then something. Something is just lingering. Some negative force. Lingering in the background. And I feel like that's been my mom's life ever since she was a little girl. Just constantly. Just there. To drag her down. I don't know. That's always how I've always felt. And well, she'll talk was... about it sometimes. About shit that she's seen. Things she hears. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. My mom's a drug addict. But I don't think she's to the point of, like, certain, like... Skin, yeah. Like, certain off-the-wall shit. But, like, my mom's like, I fucking heard this thing. Say this. Well, and, and you can tell a difference with how someone says something, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And so, I don't know, like, it was always a thing. Like, we always watched Unsolved Mysteries. We always watched Paranormal. We always, there was always another, there's always another realm, I guess. Yeah. So, that was, you know, but then it's like I never had religion either. So, I mean, I do think, like, my mom was very, like, say your prayers tonight. Because this person is the only, this God is the only one that's fucking saving your ass. So she was very, like, just say your prayers. Say your prayers every night before you go to bed. Just say them. And be thankful for what you got. Say them. Say Mm -hmm. them. Say them. And I don't, you know, like you said, prayer is almost like a weird manifesting as well. And so there's that, too. Yeah. So, like, my mom was very heavily into just say your prayers. And then I feel like, I don't know. I guess you're right. I've always had such a big open mind. Even, like, going, and I think that's, like, my mom's always had... So Montel Williams, I don't know if you remember Montel Williams, he had a talk show, he's a bald black guy. Mm-hmm. He'd have Sylvia Brown on his show, and Sylvia Brown's a medium. Yeah. And I remember watching Montel Williams when I was a little girl. Oh, wow. So, like, I had watched psychic mediums on TV, because mm-hmm. that's when my mom had on. Yeah. And so, like, mediums weren't scary to me. They were like, holy fuck, you're telling me I can talk to my ancestor or whoever? Mm-hmm. And so, I think... I don't know what truly inspired me, but I think it could also be, like, my, my co-workers at the time, too. Debbie was super into also, like, spiritual other things as well yeah and so i think at that time of 2020 prior because i had to schedule it prior Mm -hmm. i think a lot of things in my life made me question yeah anything and i think that was like another thing of i don't even know what made chance and i decided to go down to new orleans and houston for 20 there was no purpose it was just like hey you want to go on a vacation Mm -hmm. and then we fucking went for it and i was like sweet so if we're gonna go to New Orleans and my dad died in Harvey which is right outskirts of New Orleans then let's go talk to a medium and let's go see if this shit's real yeah because I think that was like one thing of I never had like true signs and maybe that's being blocked as well of not having like true significant signs of my dad yeah but then again I do think like um my wedding day I had two eagles fly on my wedding day and so, like, I do look at that, and that was 2018, but I didn't talk to a medium until 2020. Wow. So I think I had been on this spiritual journey not even recognizing that it was. Yeah. But Chance and I have always had, like, weird coincidences yeah. um, where we'd be so fucking broke, so broke. And then next thing you know, Chance would wake up the next morning with $25 in his fucking wallet that wasn't there the night before. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Crazy shit like that. that. See, shit like that gives me the chills. Or, like, the, yeah, just random, like, money coming into our account or like something happening and you're like holy fuck where'd that come from i don't know and chance is like well i prayed or i or i asked i asked i asked if we could get some extra cash (laughs) and then all of a sudden it fucking happened i don't know man you gotta get chance on that metaphysical (laughs) 
so fucking Man's crazy. powerful. <laughs> and so, like, when, so then we went and talked to the medium. And so it was just, like, more of just this interpersonal thing. And that's when she was like, you should do this meditation. It'll get you back. You know, it'll get you your vibration right. And that's kind of honestly the meditation that I used to manifest a lot mm. during 2021. That yes. manifestation I used a lot, even 2022. Yeah. Because that was a lot of, because I got my house that year and things like that. So just fucking crazy. So yeah. that's kind of like, and then I met, you know, then I started talking to you again. Yeah. About it. As and well. I was getting deep into my stuff again yeah. for the first time in a few years. Yeah. And I mean, I try to think about like, did we have these conversations back when we were 14? Like, I am trying to think mm. about that of like, did we ever truly ever talk about these things i think we talk about ghosts a lot because you were you've always been interested in ghosts yeah but other than ghosts i mean i feel like i talked a little bit about my spiritual stuff but i also wasn't super open to it and i think it was a topic we avoided because like not that we avoided in in a weird way but just that i never brought that stuff up no i didn't bring that in because i never wanted to you know explain my side of things to people um so i think i naturally avoided or didn't comment when religion was brought up Mm -hmm. so probably not yeah it's not not like mom was ever like involved in that sense of like and she never involved me in her religious stuff um very much i had to like sneak around and find it and things like that which is part of what i would talk about i i grew up for a long time um with more like native american beliefs um because my grandfather is ojibwa from wisconsin and he he believes you know, and in, in all that, and my great grandfather. So, my there's my grandpa, and then there's my grandma um, that he's married to. He's my step grandpa, so I'm not Ojibwa or anything, but um, he's been my grandpa since I, you know, was born basically. Yeah. And though I think they technically got together when Kaylee was born, mm. but I can't remember. But still, you were young. Yeah. So he's been around forever. And my grandma, that grandma, is very into Native beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she'd been into Native beliefs even before she was yeah. with Grandpa Pete. Okay. Because, oh, yeah. And so, and then my, my great-grandpa, her dad kind of had some of that starting too he believed you know a lot of like you know that bears when they came to visit were good medicine and Mm -hmm. that you know just like animals were here for us and had spirits and they represented like the greater spirit so like the bear spirit if you you know like more of a personified Mm -hmm. spirit um and like with my my brother so one of the things is my mom had um a miscarriage when we were where before i was born a couple years before i was born and she always like for i'll explain i'll let her explain that story but like for various reasons we believe he is a coyote spirit Mm. my mom got mad at me the other day she's like who are you it's coyote (laughs) i know but she um we saw one when we went i haven't told you this we saw a coyote when we went up to 17 mile lake the other day yeah, right up by Sutton. There was a oh, coyote in the road. Cool. 
and ran across in front of us and was there for a minute. And we tried to like talk to it and stuff, but it had Do you left. guys have a lot of instances when you guys see a coyote together? That is the first time I've seen a coyote with mom since oh, I was okay. very young. So she herself has more instances yes. of, of why she thinks she's, her son is a she's coyote. She's had us in the car with him and she was like on the side of the road once talking to a coyote about all kinds of stuff as if he was her brother, my brother. And we were in the car, oh, but we were babies. Yeah, I know, dude. It gives me the same. Like, and so when I saw him on the road, I was just like, whoa, he's visiting us. And I've like, you know, I don't get that. Like, yeah. you get the eagles. Yeah. Like, eagles are everywhere here. So that's harder for me. But mm-hmm. a coyote, I've never seen a coyote I, up yeah. here in Alaska, like, forever. I, I I can't even remember the last time, except maybe when we were burying our dog when I was, like, seven. Aww. We saw that's one. That's crazy. Or mom said it might have been a fox. But anyways, yeah. So there's just little things like that that permeate my spiritual beliefs. So, like, when I was younger, I prayed with tobacco Mm -hmm. in a deerskin pouch. Like, that is how I prayed. You pull out the tobacco, you hold it in your fist, and you pray. And then once you're done praying, you let the tobacco go into the wind, and it's supposed to take your prayers up to the Mm. creator. So that's, like, what I grew up with learning how to pray. So I haven't ever, like, prayed with my hands together or anything mm-hmm. like that. But, I mean, it's very similar. It's just Oh, my gosh, yeah. You're holding your hand in with intention, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and kind of holding it in. And then once you're done, you re- release the hands. And so I think that's a big... To me, religion is all witchcraft in a way. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it really is. Um, I... I mean, we had all those prayers and things, but we kind of stopped somewhere around like 10, 11. Like we did not really do a lot after we moved to Palmer. I don't know why. And I know my mom threw away her spell book and I stole it and was like reading her spells that she would do because my mom was Wicca or Wiccan. um, And I think my my real dad was Wiccan as well for a long time or considers himself Wiccan. I'm not sure anymore. But so there's like Native American religion. We, we've sage every house you ever go into. You know, we sage if there's ever any bad energy. And I know people want to come at people for the saging and not being Native themselves. I'm going to call myself good on this one. I'm going to say I have a pass. <laughs> I, I have been raised no other way to know. And like, I get where like you shouldn't steal and whitewash. Like I get the fear. Like, of wanting people, not wanting people to dabble where they aren't welcome. But I also feel like I've never felt as much peace within a religion as, or, like, a set of religion as I have with Native beliefs. And why is that such a bad thing? I think that's where I'm like, why is that such a bad thing? You pay your respects every time. Mm-hmm. So why is it such a horrible whitewashing thing yeah. that we do, even though it's like something that you would think if like, say, if things were better back in the day, that maybe they would have taught this to us as well. Right, right. Well, and that's the thing is any religion could have become dominant, but it was Christian. You know, and and white men, yeah, baby. <laughs> Except it wasn't back in the day. It was fucking Middle Eastern men. Yeah, <laughs> and it got taken <laughs> by the Europeans, and so I get that they take it and they make it their own when it's not. And it's like, uh, so I, I, I do understand that, and I don't want to see a mass exodus of people taking over the native religion because then you're gonna get exactly what you get in Christianity 
which is all these haters using mm-hmm. it for their own gain and twisting it. Yeah. So I do understand Good that. Good point. But I feel like I have a past because I, I was not, like I said earlier, I wasn't given a lot of direction mm-hmm. other than those instances yeah. to really, truly hold on to anything else. Right. Um, and I mean, we burn sweet grass. We... Uh, yeah I mean my mom's weight I will admit my mom's done a lot more she's done sweat lodges she's talked with shamans she's been at tons of powwows I mean I did powwows when I was little but like I said nobody really pushed anything on me and then we moved to Alaska and it's mm-hmm. not like we have you have a bunch of powwows up here at all no nah. not the t- same type of thing anyways, yeah that where others would be invited and things yeah um so that's a little bit about like my initial background but once I started learning that my mom and dad were Wicca or into Wiccan stuff I kind of started getting a little curious about that because and I I think at that time I had already mm, I had already started tarot so tarot kind of helped get me into it too when dad brought those tarot cards home when Mm -hmm. I was 14 and get me into a breeding for people and like wondering where all this is coming from. So one day I got, mom got this book from the, from the thrift store and it's called The Source. And like, I've looked up this lady now to try and get the book again. What is The Source from? I don't know, but. It's the Brain of the Teenage Witch. Oh, they Netflix. call it Source. Yeah, it's mm. Source. Okay, anyway. Yeah, so it's very much like that, I guess. But um, her book was full of um, her own type of thing. You know, she truly believes we all have a source within ourselves that is our own power. And, you know, I believe that too. But, um, and she would have all these meditations for you to access it. Mm. And. I think that was the, also the first instance of me ever doing child, inner child work, too. Ah. Uh, because her first meditation is for you to visit your inner child. And she doesn't say it in those words, but now that I know what inner child work is, I'm like, that's inner child work. <laughs> she has you, like, go journey to this place um, in your mind where you visit that part of yourself. And you you kind of are having to console and and, like love them and I've never really feel like I've gotten past that part because it's just so hard sometimes yeah no that's very true it is hard because you yeah because how do you even you know what I mean yeah how do you to that girl who's so far away at the same time and like like I even said that I think even my beginning spirituality with you yeah of doing that in 21 it was like how the hell do I even start this conversation i don't even want to talk to her (laughs) i don't want to look at her because it makes me so sad yeah to even know to even like i don't even know it's like an awkward conversation yeah yeah to have it's hard and and it's hard to look at everything that that one has dealt with and how they dealt with it is hard to to reconcile yourself with yeah like how do you not get mad yeah how do you not get mad and just want to stay her but you're like, no, we've got to grow past her. We've got to grow past the pain and, like, what we're holding on to. Because I look at that a lot, too, is, like, our inner child is everything that we hold on to from the past as well. Um, and just she wants to – she's not over it. But we need to be over it together. So that's something I do think I would need to work on. But I started – 
going on Tumblr of all places. I do Tumblr that was great for witch stuff. And Tumblr kind of I think allowed me to flourish in my non-spiritual, non-religious way mm-hmm. where I was open to everything instead of being like, oh, I don't have anything. It was like, no, I have everything at my disposal. Like I'm all, I went all in on being agnostic, which for those who don't know what agnostic means is that you believe that there is some higher power, but you don't have a name for it and you can't, you're not in any religion. You just believe that there is some type of God figure. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would say that I believe in a higher power of sorts, but I don't have a name for it. So I usually just refer to everything as the universe. Yeah, same. Yeah. So, um, but I started doing rituals and getting more into witchcraft specifically. And I do follow a lot of the wheel of the year um, things, but um Witchcraft is kind of where I my path took me and learning the Wheel of the Year and the Sabbats and celebrating those kind of gave me more structure than I ever have before, which I still struggle with. Structure yeah. of anything mm-hmm. is very hard for me. I think spirituality is just too fluid for me to... Yeah, which is good and a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Good and a bad thing. So you're not like having to show up constantly all the time like you would in church, show up every Sunday you can pick it up right where you left off. True, but I also feel like I wish I had a Sunday of sorts that I dedicated to working on things, to manifesting, like putting in the intention Mm -hmm. and the time. I think the minute, I think the biggest reason I love spirituality and I love witchcraft and I love everything, my paganism is usually what I call it now, is because my anxiety... All my mental health issues undeniably get better when I am practicing things and doing things. And so I wish I had more time and I made more time for it. But yeah, that that's the only thing really that makes me want to have more of a structure to anything is I think it would help me in the long run to have more faith in my life because I I can't deny that I see that in other people that they thrive when they have their religion. Yeah, very and their true. Faith. Very true. Yeah, so that's something I truly believe in. But I had a couple of questions. I think what I want to start with the ones we were asked just because we already are at like 40 minutes, I think, and kind of just get into what people were curious about where so I guess we had a question from Erica and her question was how do you know when the universe is giving you signs or hints I don't remember exactly how she worded it but I I kind of mixed it so that I could I think this is kind of what she was asking um so I was gonna ask you that like I mean we've talked about that with you a little bit with the eagles and things but like do you have any other hints from the universe you feel like when you know you're getting you're receiving things from them hmm yeah i mean when you manifest and things just fucking work out the way yes. it is too i don't know how else to say that mm-hmm. i really don't um what does manifesting look like for you then um i mean we did i did a lot in 21 going into 22 but i mean i got pregnant at the end of 21 Mm -hmm. so i mean all of 21 i feel like i manifested my child that's all i did i wrote i wrote countless things in a journal i looked up all the ways of how to use the moon Mm-hmm. And the energy of the moon, what questions to ask the universe, how to do so much self 
inner child shadow work. That's mm-hmm. what I constantly fucking did. I felt like deep delve into tarot in 21. That was, you know, and so I feel like then. There. So you're looking for signs through the tarot as well. Yeah. yeah, that too. Very good point. Yeah. I would say for me, it's little instances. It's like when you know, you know, type of thing. Like, I feel like so many people don't just stop and recognize what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. And for me, if you're trying to to understand what the universe is telling you, just fucking listen. Usually, it'll, like, the things that happen, like, we've talked over and over again on this podcast, like, it is what it is. Things happen the way they happen when they happen for a reason. You know, and if that's the case, if that's truly true, then you know, all the events that happen in your life that drive you into certain points, that to me is the universe speaking to me. And like the amount of times that I've tried to make something happen, like, oh, I've tried to move out of my apartment. It didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't. And all of a sudden it'll work. And it's like, sometimes you have to keep trying and just know that the universe has something ready for you. And that eventually you'll, it's like trying to put a square peg into a circular hole until all of a sudden it becomes a square hole yeah and something fits and it works out and so there's moments like that for me and then like I was in the truck the other day and I can't remember what I was thinking about but I was thinking about something and I was like dang that's a big raven because I told you Mm -hmm. I don't really get eagles and then I was like that's a really big raven and I'm like looking at it and then uh, and it flies to my left and I look and it is an eagle Mm -hmm. and there's moments like that because I don't see eagles in the middle of when I'm thinking about manifesting or Mm -hmm. more things I want and I don't get signs like that from animals very often Mm -hmm. but when I do see one right when it appears like that like you said with your story those are moments when I'm like okay I'm on the right path. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I can attest to angel numbers. Ah, yes. I mean, come on. I don't think, I mean, shit. Yeah. No. I mean, 333. That's all I've been getting all day for the last, like, probably month. All I've gotten is 333. Did you look it up yet? I didn't look up 333, no. But even the 1111, you know, don't know if that's just my body of, like, look up. But, like, your body's obviously telling you to look up and to look at the number two. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's that. But I was going to say, um... The day that I listened to our first episode, was it? Mm. The the morning I listened to it again, the mm-hmm. Monday morning, I told you I had an eagle fly you over did? my car. No, I don't I thought I did. That. Maybe I didn't. But yeah, so that was cool. Wow. So that was funny. And then I was going to say, when we just started this podcast too, Yeah, um, I moved my mic and stuff and it ended up pressing down on the number seven over and over and over and over and over again so we were like we looked up the number seven repeated um as an angel number and it was like literally talking about spiritual like divine perfection divine alignment like that you have spiritual yeah self-awareness and spiritual guidance coming over you right now and it's like whoa we're talking about spiritual shit today Mm -hmm. it's just wild how those things come in like i get the one for alignment a lot two 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 oh yeah um, or four 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 i get all the time i can't say i get those yeah i get those ones all the time i never get three 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 um, I get one, two, three, four quite often. Mm-hmm. That one is good. Um, I was just looking at the three, 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 three encourages you to set plans into action and let your personal strength be the guide to trust yourself and put thought into your choices. I feel like that makes sense for you because yeah. you get like this 
the strength tarot card a lot too and that reminds me of that too yeah. so it's just reminding you of your strength and your ability and that you have you know all the means in the world right and to when you do get those numbers thrown at you to stop and resonate with that number yeah. and say what what are you trying to show me and thank you for showing me yeah thank you for that because i like you said you open up your mind you will start seeing the, the hints yeah you will start seeing it it's fucking weird mm-hmm. and like i was gonna say of a time i think thomas had just passed away maybe it was a year later mm-hmm. after thomas had passed away and I had just got done watching Charmed. Well, like, I hadn't finished the season, but I yeah. just got done watching the episode where um, the older sister... Piper? Prue Prue. Prue. Yeah, Prue died. Oh, damn. Thanks for the spoiler. Oh, my God. Sorry. Oops. No, you're good. Oof. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Prue no. dies. Oh, damn. And so the next song, the next episode ended up being the Stevie Next song that I associate Thomas with. Aww. And it was, it's called I Miss You. Yeah. And I had just literally thought about Thomas in that five moment. seconds before, literally in my head, I was singing this fucking song and the song comes on the TV. And then I look at my fucking recent memories on Facebook yeah. and it was like, comment a photo of me and you. And Thomas had commented a photo of us at my birthday party that I had never found up until Whoa. that day. Minutes, minutes All apart. Minutes apart. Yeah chills again anyway sorry yeah whoa i don't know if that was a sign of from the universe without a sign from the other side yeah a sign from something yeah Yeah. i guess so the way you know i guess my biggest advice is for like people wanting to know how to how to know when the universe is talking to them is to just accept that they probably are that too just like you know if you start if you feel something and you're like whoa that's crazy yeah a gut feeling a gut feeling like don't push that away because it, mm. we are of the universe and the universe is always connected to us mm-hmm. so to me if you feel something that feels like it's too weird to be true it's probably true it's probably the universe affirming whatever it is you were thinking about whatever it is you were focused on yeah that's what i believe like when you see those eagles you know they're an affirmation for you from the universe that you know they're listening right so to me that's just how i feel like I know. And, and then lo- just, like you said, gut feelings. Like, sometimes, like, my move to New York and my move back home, both times I had this overwhelming feeling. Like, the minute I decided that that's what I was going to do, it was like, whoa, that square in the square hole. Like, it was mm-hmm. alignment. I truly felt aligned with my goal and my, like, I just felt like I knew this was what I needed to do. Yeah. And so I look for those feelings a lot when I'm when I'm questioning stuff. And it doesn't always come when you want it. That too. You can't force it. You can't no. force that shit. No. But law of attraction, baby. Law of attraction for sure. I feel like for those who don't know what the law of attraction is, what you think attracts like to like like attracts like so basically if you think negatively you're going to attract negative things into your life if you think positively you're going to attract positive things into your life but it's a lot deeper than that it's not just positive thinking like it's shadow work yeah it is completely deep delve into you have to delve into like rewiring your brain Mm -hmm. to believing and to not saying certain things anymore like that's something i've started is like i'm not going to say this anymore i'm not going to that anymore and like ever you know I wrote the like three things down I didn't want to say to myself anymore and I, I couldn't even tell you what they are anymore <laughs> I, I couldn't that. that was only a few months ago I kind of want to go look at what they were because I don't think I've said any of them to myself since then and that really like I, it's just aware a, yeah just a just a 
testament to how how this thinking can really change your life is you can truly rewire and not make yourself think about the negative stuff all the time if you truly want to. Um, another question we got was, um, talking about different ways that people have made sense of the universe, like native folklore and things like that. And honestly, that question is one that I'd want to like really do my research for. I feel like that alone could be a whole ass episode because I fucking love folklore. I I love folklore. I love folklore stories. One of my favorite podcasts is, oh, what's it? It's, I think it's just called Lore. Oh, yeah. yeah, you were telling me about mm-hmm. that, yes. I haven't listened to it in forever, but Lore just goes on and talks about different folklore stories that are, like, passed down or folklore stories that, like, have real people involved. Yeah. Like, it's wild stuff. And so I'd want to, like, dedicate time to that. But, um, yeah, I guess... <laughs> We are also, like, I worry about doing a topic like that, too, and talking about different Native folklores, I guess. But you wanted to talk a little bit, you know, on how people use, like, different mythological things like the Greeks and things like that. Maybe that was, like, the only thing you could really think or or resonate with. Yeah, like, outside of just, I mean, like, the Hercules, Pluto, Mm -hmm. Poseidon. Yeah. Things like that. Using gods to reason why we have things the way that we have things. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Very true. Very true. And so I think another thing I was reading when I was looking up um, this last night, kind of just trying to figure it out, was I think a lot of um, people do believe that everything is associated in one, that the circle of life is one with all. Like the trees have feelings. The grass Mm. has feelings. Like everything. Everything has has a soul. Yes, you know, that's, I think, another true thing of what natives believed. Yeah, no, that's definitely one I resonated with a lot, too, because I was taught, you know, don't hurt the trees. Like, if I hit a tree or I hit a leaf or I, you know, just was being disrespectful to nature, not even, like, in the way that you would think. Like, I wasn't littering or anything, but if I hit a tree with a stick, my mother told me not to do this because she was like, no, they protect us. They help us with our air and they do this. Like, you need to be nice to nature. Just like you are with Thrasher, with the dogs. She'd be like, be gentle. Yeah. You know, it was weird from the start. So that was something that really influenced me as well. But, and you were saying earlier of how some of the tales lead back to life lessons. Yes. And how like, you know, in a lot of Alaska native folklore, there's like Raven steals the sun or Raven steals the light. And there's a lot of lessons that are put into folklore and things like that. Um, or even just like, like Bigfoot type stories Mm -hmm. or like, um, or La, uh, La, La Lorna, where it's the oh, woman La in La white. Lorona. Yeah. yeah. You know, scaring little fucking kids that go, don't go to bed. Shit like that. Yeah, I it's mean. just like a lot of life lessons are used for things where, like, you're trying to teach your child something about life. And this story helps in that. And I love that we have that as humans, that we use stories as a way to teach lessons. Yeah. Yeah, to keep our minds open to the possibilities that... That, that we just don't see all the time. Um, but I feel like I had a couple questions, but I'm feeling like we're already past most of this stuff. We've already gone through some of it. I love that we're able to just 
<laughs> Continue on. Yeah, we, we can just talk about this forever. I feel like this is not going to be our only spiritual no, episode. No, I don't think I feel so. like we barely touched on anything uh, yet. So hopefully a lot more of you guys will ask us questions. Yeah. Or I comments mean, that we can divert also off of. Mm-hmm, yeah. I think that would be really cool if we had more audience response. Yeah, no, we'd love to hear from you guys and any questions or even comments or stories that you have that you'd love to share. Yeah, I would love to hear some weird coincidences. Yes, things that you have experienced that were like, whoa, the universe is watching out for me or whoa, you know, this bad thing happened, but it happened so that this could happen. That too. Oh my God, yeah, Yeah. that too. And that was another thing I was going to say earlier was like, I feel like, I learned from your mom's miscarriage early on, though, when we started mm, hanging out. Yeah. That's another thing that probably opened up my mind, too. Yeah. Was listening to stories like that. And, I mean, I was always down for ghost stories and spooky shit, so. Right. And, I mean, there's also the stuff we talked about. Like, mom was just talking about this the other day with me, how we want to get a psychic reading done together um, if we can. Because I truly believe my mother is one of my soulmates. Yeah. Um, and she and I, like, she has said and will will fight you to the death on this. Like, she is not lying when she says she felt my presence within her the minute she conceived me. The minute she, she says it this way. The minute my soul entered her body, she knew that she was pregnant. And so she was trying to get... Uh, she told me she was trying to get pregnancy tests early on at like she had a positive at four weeks and at three weeks she was with a shaman medicine man Mm -hmm. and he was like doing an energy reading over her body and when he got to her stomach he was like you know talking to her about the fact that she was pregnant she's like I fucking know (laughs) I fucking Mm -hmm. know and that was three weeks so then she pop positive the next week so she knew she I was she was pregnant with me immediately and she's just like I've never had an experience like that again in my life to right know. yeah and I'm, I I hope every day I'll get an experience like that when I get pregnant like that would be amazing to just know that your child is there but I don't know I've never heard of anything like that before neither have I yeah with anyone else neither so have I. I truly wonder about our connection because of things like that mm-hmm. right right and not every person's story is ever going to be like that but no. that's super cool that your mom's got to experience yeah that, she's she's a huge part of my spiritual journey too is just like she's very open like this and has would have talks like this about like what we truly are and she's open and I think that's just the best word for it is she's open and she allowed me to be open and Mm -hmm. to explore and and respect you yeah and I guess I would like to get into what I truly actually believe in another episode (laughs) but we are already done I know this this was so much fun I love this topic so much I do too and I think a lot of people will as well yeah just to feel like they're not alone in some of the things it'll open up people's minds too oh absolutely you know and especially like you said talking about those near-death experiences are mm. crazy. I don't know anybody who had a near-death experience. I don't think Nick's, I do. Nick does. Well, obviously, he's an EMT, but... <laughs> that would be fun. Nick and his dad have a lot of oh, people wow. they know. Yeah, that's really fucking cool. Well, it's been so great, guys, hanging out with you again this week, and we can't wait. We're going to get into some interviews coming up here soon. We've got a couple of great people lined up, and we can't wait to share them with you. I don't know if you want to do a sneak peek of what we're doing, or you want to just, like, leave it, let them simmer in, in mystery. 
Yeah, we can let them simmer in mystery. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. Just have them, like, like, see the episode. No, I love that. I'm really excited to share with who we've got for you. And we're already thinking about season freaking three we were talking about for Tyra um yeah and so we've we've got lots of things going on but I just wanted to say again if anybody knows any influential people they think would be really great to have on the show please email us at fmnpodcast at gmail or sorry fmndiariespodcast at gmail.com um, we'd love to hear and we'd love to talk to some of the people who are influential in your life. Oh, yeah. 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 If that's you have not, anyone. Yeah, that's not out of the question. I, w- I would I would interview somebody's grandma. Oh, my God. I would, too. I love to talk to grandmas. They have the <laughs> wisdom and stories and just, yeah. I think that would be awesome. But, yeah. Okay. Well, bye, friends. Bye, friends. Bye, friends.